welcome to this week's episode of Two Brothers and Their Sports. I'm your co-host, Arif. And I'm your co-host, Sarge. And today on the show, we're going to be starting off by talking about the World Cup. We're going to talk about the group stages, and then we're going to talk about the elimination rounds, who we think will advance to the World Cup finals. We're also going to talk about the college football playoffs. There are six teams right now really in contention. We're going to talk about the four that we think will make a run and which team will win the college football championship. All right, so let's start off with the World Cup uh, topic that th- this is this may be the biggest event of the year. I mean, we know there's the Super Bowl, the NBA Finals, but this comes once every four years, and the entire world is encompassed in it. And now I feel like, as a United States fan, obviously, living in the U.S., you get to feel the excitement that most of the world usually feels. As of right now, the U.S. is playing, uh, is still in the tournament. They're facing off with, uh, against the Netherlands. But first, let's talk about all the matches that have happened. And... Not just the matches that have happened, but the results of the teams in those matches. So we're not going to take a deep dive into all four matches for every team that have already occurred. We're going to talk about the results of the team. So I'm going to start off with Belgium. Let's start off with Belgium. They are my favorite team other than the United States now this year. But ever since then, it's always been Belgium. The reason is because I'm a Chelsea fan. We'll get onto that later with how excited I was on my favorite player, Christian Pulisic played so amazing against Iran but the point is that the Belgium has always been my favorite team and just that last game I understand it's not just one game that changed everything that made them get eliminated but the last game Lukaku yes he missed two shots at the beginning that definitely he should have made and that definitely cost Belgium the game but what was the worst was the shot in like the 89th minute or 87th minute where there was a perfect cross. I mean, I was just, I was watching this with such anticipation. Like they needed a win. It was 0-0. They had a great chance. A perfect cross with like five minutes left to go. I mean, that's crazy. And it gets by the goalkeeper because he thinks his defender's going to head it. The defender misses the header. Lukaku's right here. The goal is down here. And the goalkeeper's over here, defender's over here. Like, he has a wide open spot. I understand it's hard to turn your body and hit it into the goal, but he literally hit the ball. Like, it's harder to miss that shot than it is to make it. And he hits the ball back to the goalie instead of, like, maybe a foot away into the goal. That was just one of the worst gut-wrenching moments as any type of fan. And I'm a Cowboys fan. You see the jersey back there. I'm a Rockets fan. We're horrible this year. Um... I'm a Yankees fan. We've lost year in and year out in the postseason. This has to be most likely the worst moment because Belgium, like, it, it's just the end of an era for an amazing international team. And it was just so gut-wrenching to see them go out like that with so many opportunities to capitalize and be able to go deep into this tournament. And as a team that I really had good expectations for, I'm not one of those Cowboys fans that say, this is our year, we're going to the Super Bowl. I'm not one of the Rockets fans that say that either. I may say that we're going to be good, but we're not going to go to the NBA Finals. Same thing with the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees is pretty bad, but you expect that. Not with Belgium. And even Lukaku on Chelsea this season transferred in after a Champions League win, Champions League championship, and just did not play well with the team and did not help the team that much after everything that they had to pay him. He just has not been great for Chelsea or Belgium in this match. 
nothing to him. I think that he's under a lot of scrutiny right now for those couple shots. And it, I, I, I know that everyone makes mistakes. It was just unbelievable. What I'm trying to say is that finish was just unbelievable. Okay, so now let's. I'm just gonna do a big synopsis of the group stage, and I think that the biggest thing, the like the most exciting thing that happened was Group C's finish. So Argentina was first. We knew that was gonna happen, but the rest of the teams, Poland, Mexico, and Saudi Arabia, all three of them at one point were able to go to to clinch that second spot in the group, and this was absolutely insane. Mexico and Poland were going to go down to a fair play which means if your goal differential and um basically if you have the same amount of points and your goal differential is the same you go down to fair play so who gets more yellow cards and then at the very end of the game Poland would have won that anyway but and Poland did end up getting the second seed so I'll say that but Poland would have won that they had two less yellow cards than Mexico and the Mexico game against Saudi Arabia was 2-0. Mexico needed one goal, or Argentina needed one goal against Poland. And Argentina's game ended. Poland, I mean, Mexico's game had maybe a minute left, and Saudi Arabia, in extra time, uh, in added time, scored a goal. So So they had the same amount of points Poland and Mexico did, but it came down to goal differential. And that last 20 minutes of the Argentina game and the Mexico game were so energetic. It was there was so much tension there because the players you could tell the Poland players started playing a lot less um physical because it was going down to fair play at that point. The players were aware of what was going on. It was actually absolutely insane. And you could tell that the the style of play changed, the formations changed, everything changed in those last 20 minutes because how close this group was and Argentina and Poland ended up going through. Um, and then Group D, I think the biggest surprise here, France, obviously, they lost to Tunisia because they rested a lot of their stars. Like, nine of their 11 were rested in that final game. And Australia came out second in the group. I think that was one of the biggest shockers of the tournament moving on to the round of 16. And then Group E, another very, very exciting finish. There was This World Cup has been absolutely insane. It's There's been so many crazy finishes. Group E, Germany did not qualify. Now, this was, there was a point in this game, I mean, in this, in the two games, the final of Group E, that Japan and Costa Rica were both going through, and Spain and Germany were both not going to go through. There was three minutes when, three minutes when that was the case. Japan and Spain ended up going through, um, and it ended up going to goal differential against Spain versus Germany, and Germany got eliminated, one of the best teams in this tournament. And you talked about Group F. Belgium was second. They were favored second to win the whole World Cup. And they're out in the group stages. That that was one of the biggest shockers of the tournament. And then finally today, Group H ended. And there was so there was a lot of surprise here. South Korea beat Portugal, which doesn't really matter to Portugal's ranking, but it puts South Korea above Uruguay. They had the same, um, they had the same amount of points and same. Uh, goal differential this went down to fair play and it was this was I was watching this game it was a very very crazy finish Uruguay they were kept trying to get a chance to score because if it goes down to goal differential it goes down to goal differential before fair play so if Uruguay scored their goal differential would be higher than South Korea and so this was another crazy finish now let's move on to the round of 16 which I I'm just going to give I know this segment has been going on where I'm just going to give a quick 
the people I think the teams I think will make it. So Netherlands, USA, I think USA will go through. Netherlands has not been playing great this tournament. I don't know how how much they can step up. USA has been embracing that underdog. They came in second to their in their group, but I think that they have the power. They they are able to with Weston McKinney, with obviously Christian Pulisic and their captain Tyler Adams. They are so able to beat Netherlands, who was battling the flu and not been playing well. And then Argentina and Australia, I think Argentina wins that. Japan and Croatia, I think that's a very good game. Um, but I think that th- that's very close. I think Japan will actually beat Croatia in this because Japan, obviously, they top their division, their group. I think they're they're just so good. Brazil, South Korea, Brazil, the favorites. I this is I think this is going to be an easy one for them. France, Poland, France again, one of the higher favorites. England, Senegal, England, uh, Morocco, Spain. I'm going to go Spain here and Portugal, Switzerland, Portugal. And then, then right, hold, on, hold on. And then I'll go for oh, my okay. picks now. So Netherlands, USA, I think you're just being too much of a biased USA fan. They're not good enough. I have to. Virgil van Dijk is too good. He's too good of a defender. They're not getting a single goal. And then you've got Memphis Depay. He's very good as well. And then they've got Dijon. Those three are going to make a duo, dynamic du- trio, a dynamic trio. Whether or not they score goals is irrelevant. They're not going to let you score goals. All of them are great defensive. Players. I know, but no, but that is a big happen. problem. Netherlands is not a great finishing team. That's a big problem. Okay, but they're better than the United States. Obviously, the United States is not that team. They're not. They don't have the the players. They have a couple stars. Don't get me wrong. I love Christian Pulisic. He's on my. He's my favorite player in the Wait, world. So you, even though Netherlands swamped by swamped by the flu, not being playing great, not good at finishing, but has good defense, is going to be able to beat the USA. Yes, definitely. Okay. They're just okay. so much better than the United States. And I'm sorry, but I'm feeling, and I've learned to deal with it as um a Yankees fan, as a Rockets fan, as a Cowboys fan. Okay. I don't think that it's going to happen. I just don't think that they're good enough. So then I'll move on to my next pick. Um, It's Argentina-Australia. Argentina's winning this. We've got Japan-Croatia. I've got Japan winning this. They've been playing great. And Croatia, yeah, they do have some great players. But I just don't think that this one's going to them. Brazil-South Korea. Brazil's winning this. They had the first... First shot on target of this entire World Cup tournament was today in their third and final game, fourth, third game. Can you I know, but look at look at their look at their group. They went two and three quarters games without having a single shot on target. It doesn't matter. But that doesn't. But does that Arv, really matter? are the group that you're in doesn't matter. You're playing. No, no but I'm saying is that is no shots on target a matter of. That's nothing Brazil can control. That's the team they're playing. That's their accuracy. It's not that, Arv. They're chosen because of their accuracy. Their strikers and wingers are chosen because of their accuracy. It's not like all their players are a bunch of scrubs. That's just simply I know. Was. It's because of their defense. Their defense is amazing. Their offense, is, their, their attacking is amazing. Their midfielders, their strikers, wingers. I mean, the Brazil team is the favorite to win this tournament. I've got Brazil advancing against South Korea. France, Poland, this one's going to France. One of one of my contenders. I'm not going to reveal, reveal my pick yet, but one of my contenders. And then I've got England, Senegal. England's winning that one. Morocco, Spain. 
I've got Morocco winning. They've been amazing this tournament, and Spain over just, Spain, and Spain just has not. Morocco is the surprise team of this tournament, and also one of the best in my opinion. I've got Morocco advancing instead of Spain, and then finally Portugal and Switzerland. I've got Cristiano Ronaldo and his team advancing. All right, so mine that leaves for the quarterfinals: USA Argentina. I think the end runs there. The run ends there for the U.S. and that's where Argentina takes control. I mean, we saw when they they just played the, against Poland. Their depth is is unmatched, and Messi didn't even play well, and they still won two zero. This is a team that's very capable of winning if their stars don't play well. Now, Japan Brazil. I think. Brazil- Brazil wins that. Brazil's just too good of a team. I can't, I don't, I really don't know if there's any matchup besides the final that will challenge Brazil. Then that leaves France, England. I think France is going to win that game again. They're just too good. Another team that's so good. And Spain, Portugal. This is a very close game for me, but I'm going to give it to Portugal. I'm not giving it to Portugal because Cristiano Ronaldo, but Portugal just has a better team overall. And Spain, Again, they were they were almost out of the tournament at one point. They are another struggling team like the Netherlands. I'm going to give this to Portugal. Yeah, so my semifinals, Netherlands versus Argentina. Argentina is advancing. Messi is getting it done. And not just Messi. His team is just amazing. And Messi, I mean, star players are a big thing in this day and age. Not picking any teams because they're star players. But this guy is just amazing. Then moving on, I've got Japan versus Brazil. Like you said, Brazil's not losing this game. Brazil's moving on. Then we got France, Poland. Sorry, don't I got France moving on against England. France is winning this in my book. England has a great shot. I think this is gonna come down to the wire. But France, once again, just overpowering just gonna overpower England. And then finally I've got Morocco versus Portugal. And a surprise upset here. Morocco is going on again. No way. No again. way. Past the round of um the round of sixteen. I've got Morocco moving on. Sorry, the round of eight. I've got Morocco moving on. They're just that team. You have Morocco moving on to the semis. To the semis. And that's where we're gonna stop for this week. Next week we'll be back with the rest of our predictions. But my uh semis are going to be uh the Argentina versus Brazil, and down in the other conference, I've got France versus Morocco. Yep, and my semifinals are the top division is the same, Argentina-Brazil. Then at the second division, I have France versus Portugal. College football playoffs, and this is the final week, the deciding week for the four teams being in the college football playoffs. Now, I mentioned in the intro, there's really six teams fighting. It's Georgia, Michigan, TCU, top three right now, in that order, then USC, Ohio State, and Alabama after that, okay? So I think this is going to, the right now, it's those top four teams, USC ending. I think USC stays. Lincoln Riley's been a great coach, but Caleb Williams, the transfer, has, I think he's going to win the Heisman. Or he or Drake May are going to win the Heisman. Caleb Williams has been unreal this year. He's top five in passing touchdowns and passing yards. He's been the leader of USC. And it's not even close. I think it's not even... First of all, Ohio State has... They got blown out by Michigan the other day. Just blown out. Run off the field. There's no other way to put it. It's a rivalry. It's always close. This was one of the cases when it was not at all. 
Michigan blew out Ohio State. And I get C.J. Stroud is a Heisman candidate. This team is so good. Marvin Harrison, best wide receiver in the nation, whatever. I get that. But you cannot get blown out by a team that you're both in the top five. That's just not – you can't. So if you want to be wow. in the college football playoffs – I mean, you can. But in the college football playoffs, if you want to contend for that, I don't think you can. You're not – if you're not winning – if you're going to get blown out that bad against your rival, that is – you're not willing to be in the college football playoffs. It doesn't matter how good you are. Georgia, Alabama in the regular season last year. And then what I know. I know. I understand that. But this is a different situation. This is two weeks away from the college football playoffs. It's so different. And then I think Alabama misses the college football playoffs. They're, they've lost two games. They have not looked as sharp as they normally are. Bryce Young was is not as sharp as he was last year. Again, Heisman candidate, but still, I don't think he's going to be able to take Alabama into the college football playoffs. So that leaves Georgia, Michigan, TCU, USC. Yeah, so my picks are, I'm not going to make picks. I'm just going to, because I don't want to give predictions for a team that's not going to be in there. So my guys are Georgia, I've got TCU there, I've got Michigan there, and then I've got Alabama, USC State for Alabama, USC, and Ohio State, whoever makes it. Because for me, that's not going to differ who wins. So let's start off with Georgia versus Alabama, USC State. Um, I've got Georgia winning this. They are not losing. Kirby Smart is one of the top coaches in the nation. And I know that Alabama, USC State has three very good coaches. None of them are comparing to Kirby Smart this year and the team that Kirby Smart has recruited and put together. So I've got Georgia winning this. And whoever it is, it's going to be a pretty big lead that they win this. So I've just got Georgia advancing the national championship, just like you and most of the world. So that leaves me with TCU versus Michigan. This is going to come down to the wire. TCU, obviously, a huge surprise. I mean, people have gr- g- like grown numb to the fact about how big of a deal this is. TCU has made it to the college football playoffs. There's been like 13 teams that have ever made the college football playoffs. That's it. 13 teams. TCU has just joined it. It's a history-shattering moment, especially for a school, which you wouldn't think that their football program is going to go 13 and 0, sorry, 12 and 0 and be a top team in the nation. So, they are obviously good. I mean, you cannot go 12 and 0 and be ranked number 2 in the country or number I mean, three. they they beat Oregon by a good margin. I know. They it's you it's not a fluke. So, they're playing Michigan, who's also not a fluke. They were amazing. They beat Ohio State by a lot, like you said, a blowout. I, I think that it, when there's two top five teams clashing, number one, bad days are bound to happen. It just happened at the wrong time for Ohio State. I believe that on 10 matchups, like, it would be split pretty evenly. But Michigan is great. They're too good for TCU. I know this is yet a not – this is another uh, overdog – like, not an underdog prediction. Um, But I I just can't go with TCU. And if they win – this is going to be such an amazing moment. I might be happier if my prediction is wrong and if TCU wins because I want to see an underdog get in there. But I just don't think it's going to happen. I think Michigan's winning this, which leads me for the national championship as Michigan versus Georgia. 
Okay, so I do have Georgia making it. I have Georgia beating um USC in this case, in my case. So I think Georgia will beat USC, and I disagree on the Michigan TCU. I think TCU will make the final, and the reason for that is because Michigan running back Heisman candidate Blake Corum has knee sur- had just reportedly today got knee surgery, reportedly out for the year. That's a huge loss for Michigan. He's he was basically the guy that they leaned on, and he was their running game. He was probably fifty percent of their offense at least. He's been uh, unreal for this Michigan team, and he's out for the year. He's going to miss college football playoffs. So this is a huge deal. TCU will take advantage of this. Their team is just so good, and I think it's going to be Georgia versus TCU in the final. And Blake Corum is the reason why Michigan will not advance. And you've got to remember that when you're at any of these top schools, TCU may be an exception, but any of these top schools, there is someone ready to fill in that role. I know, that is true. Like, Alabama has five stars on the red shirt, like, five stars that they're benching and they're red shirting because their team's so good. I know, I understand that. But is a Heisman candidate. to fill in that role, in my opinion. It's not going to be a Heisman-worthy guy. I know, that's what I mean. Someone's filling in that role. So I'll do my national championship prediction. I've got Georgia, Michigan, and I've got Georgia winning for another year. Kirby Smart has built way too good of a team to be beat by any team this entire year, um, including Michigan. Michigan's just not good enough. I mean, on the defensive side of the ball or the offensive side of the ball, Michigan is not competing with this Georgia team, which is why I think it'll be close, fairly close for the first half under – I'll give it 14 points, 14 and a half points under for the first half. Second half, this thing is getting blown out. And I think that Georgia is going to have a second straight national championship. I disagree. I mean, I think Georgia's going to win. I agree with that. Stetson Bennett's been so good. He's unlocked the uh, the running game, it, like his running game. He's also obviously opened Georgia's running game. He's a great passer. He won last year. He's going to win this year. He's proving so many people wrong with his skill set and his assets. And I think Georgia will win. And I think it's going to be a big lead to start off for Georgia. I think it's going to be 14-0, 14-3, something like that. And TCU is going to battle back. And I think they'll be a touchdown away. And they'll that's how the game is going to end. I think they're going to end up getting very close to beating Georgia, but Georgia's defense is so good. Kirby Smart's a great coach. He knows how to coach from a lead. And so I think Georgia will win. They're going to get off out to too big of a lead early for TCU to come back. All right, so now let's move on to the 